Yeah, this episode is going to come out on the 6th, so <laughs> we'll be pushing everyone we'll just, to that. We'll just replace mm-hmm. the voice if it's the wrong everything. It'll just be like, yeah, this it's is, coming uh, out on pr- December 8th. You know, just like... <laughs> <laughs> Input like some for we we need to record some uh, audio on your end, Daniel, to get like a December night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to change December. it by a day. Yeah, no. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, welcome back to Cinevibes Season 3. We're back. Welcome back. It's been a while. We were on quite the hiatus, but... Quite the hiatus. (laughs) We needed the the mental clearing that a break Mm -hmm. gives you, and we're excited to present these next limited amount of episodes for Season 3 that we have. Mm -hmm. We're trying something new out. Yeah, a little bit different format. Shorter episodes, mm-hmm. some that are more in depth as well. So, all that to say, we're excited that you're here with us at Center Vibes. Thank you for coming back. Uh, it's been a while, but we're still here, we're still kicking, and we are honestly really excited about this coming season. We think we found a nice balance, we're still finding our way. In the podcasting world, how our format works, uh, what works best for us, and also our listeners as well. So, let us know what you think after the podcast, please, and we will adjust accordingly. Absolutely. Today, we have a special guest. A good friend of ours, Daniel Hamby, is with us. Mm -hmm. He is an award-winning writer and director who... Cut his teeth early out in Los Angeles working as a PA with the likes of Ridley Scott and mm-hmm. apparently getting coffee for Justin Timberlake. So if that hasn't already piqued your interest, then I don't know what will. I guess nothing <laughs> will. But yeah, he's a really awesome guy. We had a really great conversation with him and I think... Uh, when we got talking about writer's block, we did we kind of didn't go too in depth with it. We left out a little bit. We didn't go in depth with it, uh, just so you can get excited for the premiere, which you yourself can go see as well. And hopefully, they will have some other films there as well from local independent filmmakers. Absolutely. So, without further delay. Enjoy this interview with Daniel Hamby. Thanks so much for joining us, Daniel. Yeah, thanks for having me. On this modified version of Cinevibes, we have reformatted a little bit. Mm -hmm. And as part of that, we have a series of questions that we think can more fully know our guests. So we're going to just throw them at you, lightning round, Mm -hmm. first thoughts. All right. And we'll let Ken kick it off. All right. So the first question we have for you, Daniel, 
is what is the city with the best pizza you've ever had and which style was it? Ooh. Um, hmm. Best pizza I've ever had. I mean, I've, I've had like pizza in New York and stuff like, you know, traditional New York slice. I do mm-hmm. feel like it's sacrilegious to like go against that, but I am a fan of a deep dish pizza. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I do love a deep dish pizza. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think you. So yeah. Chicago style then. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you can't. You can't. I, so here's the thing. I think you can't go into it thinking it's pizza, because if yeah, you do it's that, it's a pie. It's a pie. <laughs> like it's a. It's like a just like a savory pie. You've got to go in that yes. with your, that mindset in. If you do, I think it. It's like it's like a unique, great right. experience in my opinion. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's the mistake everyone makes. They go in expecting pizza. But yeah, it's, it's, like it's the really thin thing. pizza that you get from like Papa John's or something like that. I mean, I'm sure they have deep dish now, but yeah. you know, the yeah. really thin or something like that. But going into it with like a pie aspect, yeah, yeah. for sure. That's that's a correct answer, by the way. This is graded. Very good. Yes. Okay. Oh, cool, yeah. cool. You get an evaluation. You got it correct. You passed. That Do I get question. a certificate at the end of this or something? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It'll be in the mail in two to three weeks. All right. Cool. I'll be on the lookout. Question number two. Name a movie you wish you had made. A movie I wish I had made? Yes. Probably, I mean, recently Dune. Like, Dune's like the like the coolest movie. Uh, yeah. Thing. No. Okay, hang on. I take that a little bit back. Dune is great, but the best thing I've seen this year is Inside by Bo Burnham, I think. Mm, I think it's, okay. it's almost like yeah. it's... It's like its own category of thing. I don't even know where to like put it. Like it's, but it's brilliant. And uh, yeah. And the the worst part is anyone could have. Well, not anyone could have made that. But like anyone has the resources to make that. And it's just kind sure. of frustrating that it's like, ah, why didn't I think to do something <laughs> in that vein? So he yeah. capitalized on everything we wanted to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He, he's a he's a he's a smart dude for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, so next one. If you could go back and change one decision in your life, what would it be? Hmm, one decision? I don't have a lot of regrets, honestly. Um, No regrets. Yeah, I try try, try not to, you know. I mean, it's kind of like, hmm. For me, it's like half the films I made. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm sure there's like... Okay, this is this is a dumb answer, but like uh this is embarrassing too. Like there's this one time I like totally like farted in class in middle school and it was super <laughs> embarrassing. And uh mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's the only thing I like that comes to mind right now. And if I could take it back somehow. <laughs> the only just, regret. Yeah. I love yeah, that. yeah that's you know, just keep it keep it in or like you know, planned out grabbed that hall pass and went. But uh, yep. yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that comes plenty, to mind. Right plenty of those I can take back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The worst part too is is like I, I it was literally like I bent down to pick up something oh, and no. then it went. Yeah. Oh, no. It was yeah, it was just like the worst <laughs> there combo. There was no cushion. There was yeah. nothing stopping yeah. it. Yeah. And the kid that was behind <laughs> me just like started dying laughing and it got him in trouble. And like like this yeah, the teacher just shut it down that fast. But yeah. It's just like the bad luck Brian meme, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That I mean that's that's all of middle school for me, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, maybe you'll have a good answer for this one. Question four, most irrational fear. Hmm. Uh, I think the most irrational fear 
is probably uh, rejection in general. I think it's like, it's just kind of like, who cares what people think, but we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, yeah. I just, you know, I don't know, like. Preach. Yeah. Amen, brother. Yeah. I mean, just, I could have avoided so much like, again, pain and ache in middle school if I was just like not scared to get rejected by girls, you know, or whatever. It's just like, right. it's like I could have, I learned, you know, later in life, it's like, it's so nice to like go, oh, you don't like me? Cool. And just move on. And it's like, oh, great. And I think, yeah. um, and it's same thing with films too. It's kind of like, there just comes a point where you just kind of, you can't really care if people like you or not. That's the nice yeah. thing about 30s, I think. You start accepting that. <laughs> that care meter just starts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Nose diving. All right. So now, eating in or dining out, which one do you prefer? I'm going to say dining out. I'm gonna dining, say dining out. out. Yeah. Like you can't. Yeah. I, it depends. Obviously, like for health and sanity reasons, you got to eat in more <laughs> often. But like, mm-hmm. you know, get like a good whiskey and like. You know, a nice little yeah. like, steak or no, ah, ah, tuna or something like that. You know, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. no, you can't beat that. No, yeah, that's obviously where we're headed after this. So cool. All that's right, right. Might be a little drive for me, but <laughs> I'm in I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee, right now. So uh, it's gonna be a family. bit of a drive for me too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where's the middle point between Charlotte, Atlanta, and Chattanooga? It's gotta be. Let like us a- know, guys. Somewhere in the mountains. Yeah. Somewhere in the Asheville, mountains. <laughs> no. Knoxville, maybe. I don't know. Question number six. What do you think is the meaning of life? Uh, 42. Um, nice. Good yeah. answer. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all that needs to be said. If you get it, you get it. And, I'm, you, know, I'm, you, know. and you said this the first time you've had people ask these people these questions, right? So It's pretty fresh. Cool. I'll admit we've mm-hmm. had one other... Uh, one other person you've interviewed candidate if you will okay but, Did, but am I the first person to say 42 because if you so are. Absolutely. good alright no one else can take that now so I'm that's gonna, right I'm gonna, keep, I'm gonna stick with that <laughs> nice so you're back in school it's the night of the annual talent show what do you do ooh um <laughs> the night of uh, the night of uh, panic? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have no talent. Uh, no Shit. talent. That, feel that every day. No, I'm just joking. Uh, um, <laughs> no, I probably would. I probably play. Well, if it was back in school, because I learned guitar in college, I guess. more. So, well, no, I was taking lessons then. Yeah, I totally would have played guitar. That's probably guitar. what I would have done. Yeah. And found nice. someone. Yeah. I mean, I, I could. I can kind of sing, but I would have found like a really like actually good person to sing and we would, we would, <laughs> and we would you do just something. play the guitar yeah yeah just rhythm section nice. all right question eight you're caught in the movie groundhog day what song do you want to wake up to every morning have y'all listened to silt sonic yet mm-hmm. smoking out the window it's so good oh yeah 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 i have not heard that oh man it's so good add it to my list yeah silk sonic all right. So, is it caramel or caramel? Uh, I think it's caramel. Caramel. Yeah, I've never heard. It. Who says caramel? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Who says? Yeah, ca- which one of you car- says caramel? Who says caramel? Who? Oh, Sweat starts dripping down <laughs> yeah. your forehead. <laughs> Jordan Peele. Yeah, that Jordan Peele. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I say caramel. Um, Many, yeah. oh, I don't know. You, you're you not from the South, are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, for so, sure. Born and raised Tennessee boy here. Yeah, so yeah. I think Southern people really like to say caramel and then caramel is like yeah. a Northern. Food. Yeah, I agree. I think that's right. Yeah. Question 10. College. Worth it? Hmm. It's a tough one. Uh, for filmmaking, probably not, unless you're getting into like NYU or something like that. But even then, I don't know. I mean, I had a great college experience doing film and stuff, and I'm I'm grateful for I did it at the time. But if it was this mm-hmm. day and age, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. Unless you just don't know where to start, and then maybe it's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer. What is the right side of the bed to wake up on? <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to go with right side. On the right that side. That just makes okay. sense, logically. Yeah. If you want I'm to on the left yeah. side, but... Well, if you want to wake up on the right <laughs> side of the bed, you'd be on the right side of the bed, I would imagine. Yeah. A little dad true. joke for you. <laughs> I guess your wife never wakes up on the right side of the bed. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. no. Not... No, no, not married to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I, I really do sleep on the right side of the bed, and she sleeps on the left there side of the bed. So, yeah. I mean, it's you know. fact. Yeah, we never said it was a wrong. There's a wrong side, I guess. So, I don't know. No. Yeah. Alrighty. Last question to knowing you fully. Best worst movie ever made. Oh, I just feel like I had an answer to this the other day. Uh. Best worst movie? Mm-hmm. Ken's Islamageddon. Islamageddon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh instinct cult classic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Sharknado might be a contender, maybe. Sharknado. Um sure. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's tough. I mean, the room is fantastic. Um, you know, <laughs> that's like one of the yeah, I, I I hate to go the the pretentious route, but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go room. I think on this one just because that's the only one that's coming to mind right now under the gun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. You had movies like Rubber, the. You mean like murderous tire? Murderous tire <laughs> rolls around in the desert and kills people. What? That's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> it's an hour and twenty minutes of a thing. I did I did watch Red Notice recently and that was kind of like yeah it was a lot of fun though um Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say it was like good but it it was like a ton of fun to watch right yeah Yeah. i was scared you were gonna compare rubber and red notice yeah i just say (laughs) i just say like one of your movies (laughs) 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 they got (laughs) them Yeah, yeah. All right, you're off the podcast now. (laughs) All right, in call. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Great. Well, thanks for participating. Cool. All right. Now we know everything about Daniel Hamby. Everything. Wow, that's everything. (laughs) Y'all got like a advanced algorithm thing going on. (laughs) You're locked up in our algorithm now. Yeah. It's all science. Yeah. (laughs) I have a copy of me now. That I mean, who knows what. What's going to happen with that? All right. So with that being said, let's go ahead and ask about where it all started as far as filmmaking for you, Daniel. Where did it all start? Filmmaking. Um. Well, so so I'm actually out of town right now. I'm in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where, well, technically Ringgold, Georgia, which 
I don't know if you know where Chattanooga is. It's like literally right on the line, like the Tennessee mm-hmm. Georgia line, and Alabama's like not that far either. So it's kind of right in that mm-hmm. corner. Um, yeah. I mean, if you go like twenty or thirty miles, you're in Central Time. So we're like mm. right on the edge wow. of there too. Wow. But uh, yeah, I grew up in Ringgold, Georgia, which the claim to fame for that is the Great Locomotive Chase. If you've ever heard of that. What? Uh, yeah. No. So that was. Explain. Oh, you never Please. heard of that? So no. uh, I'll, I'll only say this because we had to watch the movie like every grade year. But um, but basically back in Civil War, you know, uh, Lincoln sent like this like secret, uh, you know, Union spies to like steal this train from the Confederacy and was like running it up from Atlanta, like all the way. And th- but it got caught in like here in Ringgold, like stopped. And, uh, you know, all these guys were put on trial. I can't remember if they escaped or if they got uh, executed. But anyway, they're the first Medal of Honor recipients ever. Mm, uh, really? Yeah. So. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, Is yeah. that a script? Did you just? Yeah. Uh, like, Disney made a movie about it a long time ago. Did they? Uh, of course yeah, they did. Like 50s or 60s or something like that. Um, it's time for a remake. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. yeah. So y'all, that's a free one for we'll you guys. Back. <laughs> so our, our claim to fame is that and that Dolly Parton was married here. So that's kind of the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the vibe we're going with. But um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, Chattanooga is kind of where I say where I'm from because people actually know where that is. Um, right, it really is kind of. the biggest landmark. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, it really is. It's like closer to my house than my high school is growing mm-hmm. up. But anyway, um, I was obsessed with the Christopher Reeve Superman movie as a kid. Okay. And yeah. uh, mm-hmm. like, the, I'm pretty sure that might be, that's the first movie I remember seeing ever. Mm-hmm. My grandparents gave me a VHS of that. And literally like where my, uh, the love of filmmaking came from is me trying to reenact that movie on camera. Like mm. um, my dad's bald like I am and he would play Lex Luthor uh, you know, my mom was Lois Lane. My brother, uh, who's younger than me, was like the three-year-old Batman crying in the background because he wants orange juice, you know. But, you know, that's, that's I mean, that's kind of really all it came from is like trying to react that movie. And then, you know, next thing I know, I'm reenacting other stuff and then just kind of been, you know, making like home videos basically mm-hmm. growing yeah. up ever since. Um, so I guess that's kind of where it started mm-hmm. or at least the, the passion for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, when did you feel like it could actually be something that you do for a living? Because that's kind of a big transition point. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I always watch like the behind the scenes stuff. Like, I remember like watching the Peter Jackson, you know, Lord of the Rings stuff. Like, we, I had the, like the extended versions of those movies and just watching. I mean, I watched the behind the mm-hmm. scenes probably more than I did. The actual films and so like that's kind of that's a good one yeah for that, by it, the way it's great like it's so detailed and um i mean that's that, i feel like they don't do that now as, as much anymore they don't like really dive into it but you know back then they just kind of were like here's everything and mm-hmm. uh, yeah um and i guess that's kind of when it was like it dawned on me like oh you could do this um as yeah. a thing and um yeah, I think that's that's probably kind of where I started putting it together. And I mean, growing, you know, I had no idea where to start as far as like where you would get educated for something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I en- mm-hmm. ended up going to um, uh, a small school um, in Jefferson City, Tennessee called Carson Newman. Uh, it was college at the time. It's now university. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a yeah, it's a pretty it's a great school, but they had a program there um, where you could study in Los Angeles for a semester. 
And mm. um, yeah, so I got to do that in my senior year. I went out to Los Angeles. I had an internship with RSA Films, which is like Ridley Scott's commercial company. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. So cool. I was like on the set of Blurred Lines uh, music mm. video. I was like a PA. So it's kind of like, uh, nice. yeah, that, that blew my mind. Part, um, you're part of history now. Part of history. I, might, I made my contribution there. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's as, that's as high as it gets. And then, um, yeah, I met, I saw Ridley Scott once, which is, I gave him coffee. So that's also a claim of fame of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Catherine Bigelow, you know, walk by. I delivered a gift for Justin Timberlake. So I don't know. Like there's there's some moments there that was cool. <laughs> um, oh, the name drops right now. I'm just that's dropping right. them, dropping them. Yeah, getting that cred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, no one should say cred. I feel like that's that's like, you know, I feel like, I, yeah, when you hit 30, you say dumb things like that. But, um, yeah, so I started out there for for that semester and, uh, yeah, and then I ended up getting a job uh, here in Chattanooga with a company called Super Chief, which they developed a lot of content for, like, people in the utility industry. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, people working on electric lines and stuff like that. Um, they did a show called Woodwalkers. Um, mm. which is basically they followed the school. There's like a training school that's there and they kind of follow the students and it's it's pretty intense training and like people, you know, it's basically kind of like boot camp for those first six weeks especially and, mm-hmm. you know, people will drop and quit because it's, you know, it gets so hard. But wow. yeah, um, but yeah uh, you know, so I did that for like two years, you know, just started Lily low and by the time I left, I was kind of like producing and directing and, and stuff like that. Um but then what kind of age range was this? Like right Every, everywhere. 20? That's the kind of the crazy part. I mean, most mostly younger guys looking to like do a trade instead of college. But I mean, we had we saw people from all over. Everything from like, you know, um, you know, forty year old moms to um, you know guys, you know, in their you know mid to late fifties doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I mean, you name it, it kind of covered the spectrum. Um, and that kind of opened my eyes too of like that college question you asked earlier, which was like, you can actually have like a very lucrative career now and not be in, you know, tons and tons of debt. So that was like, that kind of blew my mind, which is great. But yeah, I did that for a while. And then I went freelance full time in 2016 and then moved to Charlotte in 2017. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, I've been building a career, I guess, ever since that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's been really good the stuff that you've been putting out lately oh, so appreciate that yeah thank yeah. you yeah i remember seeing your film doppelganger yeah at a uh, carolina film community meeting which is something here in charlotte that we have every month and i was just and you know there's good films that show there and there's other films that show there. So this was in the good category, and I was like, <laughs> holy crap, like, I need to figure out, like, tell me more. Who is this guy? And uh, I remember meeting you there with Gavin that night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, that was kind of like probably one of the first shorts um, that came out like, oh, this is, like, yeah, pretty decent um that was mm-hmm. back that was back in the super chief days for sure that was kind of a crazy year like february my friend and i well i guess the three of us like shot that film in one day uh we were just both rocking cameras and going around and getting you know shots that we needed and stuff um yeah 
And uh, yeah, we and then we submitted it to the Chattanooga Film Festival, which we ended up winning um, that wow. year, which was pretty exciting. And then, uh, you know, I think it was like two weeks later, I got married. <laughs> and then, uh, which so it was a, it was a, a crazy amount of time there. But yeah, that was a. Uh, you know, I feel I I still have that one screen occasionally because people really enjoy that and it kind of sticks into their mm-hmm. mind still. So, um, it I mean it tends to be people's favorites. I think almost out of the rest of the lineup even. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and I have to imagine that was pretty much a shoestring budget. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we didn't have money to buy shoestrings. Probably. Um, <laughs> you know, we just kind of grabbed. I think the only thing we bought was uh, like that hat and the jacket. Um, we bought two pairs of those. Um, you know, I think, I don't know, Graham might have returned them too, which is kind of funny. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, indie filmmaking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was shot for nothing. Uh, JD, the actor in it, um, he's kind of like this adventure guy. Like he's in Utah now, like, you know, parasailing and not parasailing, paragliding, um, yeah. you know, like off mountains. Mm-hmm. And stuff. He's just always kind of like this, been this adventurous guy. And he came up to us and was like, hey, I know this, uh, you know, train tunnel that's abandoned and no one ever goes in it. And, um, you know, we might have been technically trespassing, too. I don't know. <laughs> like, um, We which, won't tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it, yeah, he just knew this cool location. And Graham and I were kind of like, what's an idea uh, that we could come with that? And, uh, um, you know, and I, you know, I think we've always just found the idea of doppelgangers kind of fascinating. Like there's a lot of legends out there about them and everything. And, um, you know, so we kind of came up with our own version of that. And, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's just like, that's like, that's probably like my favorite type of film, you know, something kind of in that weird, you know, twilight zoney kind mm-hmm. of vibe. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we're all about vibes here. That's right. <laughs> I remember I met you for the first time at Gavin's uh, premiere, I think, of Eye Candy. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah. Were you in that movie? I can't. I don't remember. No, I was oh, not. Okay. I was it just was there the, for moral support. Uh, <laughs> moral support, yeah. The cam girl. That's nah. right. <laughs> you were the cam? Yeah, star of the cam girl. Man. <laughs> and that makeup job was, was good. Um no, uh, that's cool. Yeah, you're you're based in Atlanta, right? Yeah, I'm okay. down in Atlanta okay. now. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, nice. Uh, I think I think at that time I was up in like near Asheville. So okay, it wasn't it wasn't. I mean, it was still an hour drive, but or hour and a half, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah, dude, um, Ken shows up. Like, if you've got something going on, like he's there for it. Yeah, tell me a date and time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, there's like, I mean, no joke. Yeah, we we can talk a little bit after this, but there's like something coming up I need people for. But uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's that's it's a shoot here in Chattanooga. But anyway, we can talk about that later. We don't have to do it on the podcast. But uh, nice. Chattanooga is um, uh, not as bad as a Charlotte drive. Uh. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot closer to you. Yeah, it's oh my man, it's like good point. It's like five or six hours from Charlotte. Mm, it's uh, all the way back there. Yeah. Yes. Like four from me. But I remember the first thing I saw from you, I believe, was Mayor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was the first thing. Yeah, that was a fun one. Um, yeah, we shot that here. That's kind of like the last thing. Well, I was in Charlotte by then, but uh, we we shot that in Chattanooga. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that one was kind of cool because 
Um, there's a guy named here named Charles Coleman. He's kind of he kind of helped me get my start here in Chattanooga and uh, connected mm-hmm. me with that company. And he's just always been like someone that's been very open and um, you know generous with uh, you know his time and resources. And he just kind of you know you know semi mentor slash collaborator you know slash friend you know so mm-hmm. um, so he got to DP on that which was cool because that's like kind of the first time we I got to direct and, and and DP with him we've done some like a lot of commercial work and stuff since then which has been cool um, mm-hmm. but yeah um, so yeah that was that was interesting because okay so in my Los Angeles program they had a thing called. Hollywood workshop and out of all the students you had to like uh you know they made four short films and they had signed a position for everybody but you had to like apply yeah. to be the director if you wanted to be mm-hmm. and I had happened to shoot like a short like literally right before I left first short ever really um mm-hmm. that I directed and hadn't even finished the film I just cut up a scene and sent it as part of my application and mm-hmm. uh, I ended up getting the position, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow. um, but I got assigned a horror film, and it was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Like <laughs> just like incredibly, because you have to be so specific with the shots and how it's done. Like I think to really commit uh, to uh, convey an emotion that's important mm-hmm. like that. And so the cool thing about Mare is I felt like I could take a lot of those lessons and kind of like restart or retry, you know that that genre and try yeah. to like you know i guess take another shot at, at of trying to do something that was uh suspenseful and um mm-hmm. and creepy and uh you know and even still like that film i wish we had like we only we shot it in two days and i wish i had double the time to really get mm-hmm. those shots right but um yeah. but I, I think at the end the product came out well and people seem to really like it and um yeah and it seems to be yeah it seems to be doing well seems to be connect with people and everything so um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I remember I saw that and I was like, "Oh my god, this is like really good." I mean, I'm not a fan of horror stuff, so I was like, I w- I was still, uh, I really liked it whenever I first saw it, uh, just because of the shooting style. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I think it it almost borders on that. Well, I mean, the psychological aspect of it is what draws me more to it than. You know, the jump scares and that type of stuff, which is classic horror film 101, but you just really did a good job with knowing your limitations and what you were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I think it, you know, even back talking about Doppelganger again, you can do a lot with a little. And I think from what I've seen from you, you've mastered that and using your resources really well getting people around you that actually care about the story. It seems like they really do when they're working with you. And um, I'm just curious, with cinematographers, you mentioned working with Charles Coleman. Is that something that you like to do in terms of recurring work with someone? Or do you like kind of per project pick a DP yeah, so far it's been per project. I haven't really stuck with one in particular. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why that is, but it's just kind of like I think it's to me. I'm kind of like still figuring out like you know a lot of my preferences on that stuff. You know, so I'm I'm just like kind of mm-hmm. I want to try like a lot of different 
people mm-hmm. in different styles and kind of figure out like which one fits like the most at home with like the type of films and, and the type of tone I kind of want to go for. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, so it's so. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a very honest, I guess, look as far as my philosophy on that. But I mean, this is kind of like these short films are kind of like the time to really figure that stuff out. Like, yeah, know. it's a bunch of testing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all exper- experimentation for me. Um, to mm-hmm. and uh, and really just even even when I'm like, so like so the I mean the writer I mean Mayor was kind of like one of the bigger films, uh, at least crew wise that I had done. I, I'd done like a couple yeah. of commercial stuff, you know, that were a little bit bigger. But uh, I mean, this is like the first, you know, real short. And, um, you know, I was kind of craving to do something smaller, honestly. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, what can I do? And uh, that's kind of like where Writer's Block was a little bit born from that. Like, maybe I can make a smaller film. It'll be, you know, just like a couple of people. It won't take long. And then that ended up being, you know, the biggest crew I've ever worked with, with like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and, and the most money I've ever spent making a movie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it just kind of, I guess, ends up, it's like every time I try, I, I like literally every time I'm going, okay, we're going back smaller. We're going back to our roots, whatever. <laughs> and then it ends up being the biggest Bigger. project. I've ever done. So, yeah. So, um, it's a little, yeah. So I don't know why that That's is, hilarious. but. And there, there, that is a good transition to talking about writer's block because when I was looking through all the uh, credits for all of your films, I noticed that editing-wise, it seems that uh, there's a recurring theme of you being the editor for a good chunk of this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I try to hide a little bit on that, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I. But yeah, for a little while, yes, uh, up to Mayor, I was the one editing, but then I ended up. Uh, working with Melissa uh, with mm-hmm. Ryan's Block. And uh, yeah. I really, really... She's enjoyed, great. Yeah, she's awesome. I really, really enjoyed that process um, a lot more mm-hmm. than I thought I would. Um, and uh, I mean, just kind of like when you're in the thick of it, editing, you're kind of... You can get stuck in the weeds a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't really see it for what it is. Um, whereas yeah. I feel like when she was working on it, I could still keep my bird's eye view of things. Like I could see the 50,000 foot uh, you know, plan of this, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, wasn't getting stuck too much in the nitty gritty stuff. Um, yeah. you know. that, that was the question I was going to have is like passing it on to a, an editor has got to be, a, it's got to be a weird feeling. I feel like you're handing over your baby to, uh, <laughs> edit by yeah. someone else, yeah. you know, having that, uh, that you've had before. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a strange feeling, right? Yeah, it is very weird. It's uh, especially when you're used to kind of doing it. Um, I've kind of always wanted to try it at least. Um, and then, mm-hmm. you know, Melissa approached me and was just kind of like, would you be interested in me editing it? And uh, I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, worst case scenario, <laughs> it's like, you know, if I mean, she's one, she's an Emmy winning uh, editor. So it's like, it's going to be good. But even if it mm-hmm, wasn't, yeah. it's like, oh, I can just take it and fix it later if it's bad, you know, or whatever. Right. But, um, but I mean, she, she knocked it out of the park and was like, hands down a great collaborator. And, um, you know, I think like my, my apprehension in the past is like when you're in school and stuff and you're kind of like forced to be assigned to other people, you know, mm-hmm. I think like a lot of people's egos get in the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's like annoying and it's like, yeah, it's, it's very frustrating. And so, um, I'm, that's like probably the number one thing I'm intentional about when picking, you know, especially my top tier collaborators is like 
you know, what's their ego level and, uh, um, you know, what's gonna, cause I mean, you know, there's, you know, with, I like a healthy amount of pushback, you know, I don't mind like people give me their honest opinions, but at the same time, I don't want someone on there that's like super arrogant and is like, I'm better than you or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's just kind of like, you know, just adds another layer of like, tension i don't want you know i don't need i'm stressed yeah. out enough already as is so. which yeah. doesn't help the project yeah. at all mm-hmm. yeah but, but i mean yeah that's why i loved about melissa she was great collaborator and um you know she was honest when she like you know it wasn't like she pulled her punches either like you know i would say something and she goes no nah, it's a terrible decision and i go oh yeah, yeah you're probably right um mm-hmm. you know she'll straight up cut <laughs> yeah. she'll cut anything yeah yeah she does not care how much mm-hmm. she loved it yeah you're like well okay i guess it did <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I guess you worked with her too trey yeah so that yeah, was uh, on youth yeah it was similar like very similar experience yeah mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah i mean you know i'll probably you know, if I get an, uh, once I get an opportunity to make something again, I'll, I'll, I'll probably bring her on or, you know, at least For someone sure. as talented. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's a, just another one of those steps adding in people to the puzzle that is filmmaking. Like the more I find I can get away from it, the better it is. And I don't know if that means I'm not good or that I'm smart enough to put good people around me. Well, it's like director, you're kind of like a little bit of a, a jack of all trades, you know? Like you're kind of like, you need to know enough to where you can communicate what you want, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, I don't think we're, you know, for better or for worse, we're not really, you know, experts per se in like, you know, I mean, some directors are, you know, some directors come from an acting background. They're an expert in acting and like, right. you know, and, you know, they kill it, you know, as far as, you know, getting people to give good performances and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, I, I think directors tend to be, you know, I guess the most like well-rounded person. Um, at least that's kind of how I feel where I sit. You know, it's kind of like I know a lot about mm-hmm. Um, each little thing, but I wouldn't call myself like an expert DP or anything like that. You know, bring someone right. on that, mm-hmm. you know, literally breathes, you know, breathes and eats that and, uh, you know, and just, yeah, they'll knock it out of the park. It's like, and then, and then you get all the credit. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it seems like everyone's name should just be on a credit slide together yeah. because it's just like, I didn't really do any more yeah yeah there was in terms mm-hmm. of a technical standpoint there was like than a anyone else. yeah there was like a version of writer's block that at the beginning it had a daniel hamby film on it and i was just i don't know like i ended up like taking that off because i was just like mm-hmm. i want people to feel I, was, I want like the crew and the actors to feel like they have ownership of the film yeah. in a lot of ways as much as i mm-hmm. do like that's uh you know i i think it was like ron howard who who really like pushed you know giving people ownership of, of the project and like you know if they have a creative idea you know and as long the thing that kind of blew my mind is like if someone has an idea and he says as long as it fits the vision of what you're going for give it to him because you know because mm-hmm. it, it automatically uh m- you know gives them ownership of the project and they're going to be a hundred percent more invested they're going to be excited yeah. they're going to think they're going to they feel like they're leaving their mark, um, you know, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And uh, it gives them a lot of creative fulfillment. And, and yeah, I think it just creates loyalty. And, and yeah. yeah, people think that's awesome. So, um, yeah. yeah. 
I think that's a hundred percent true. As an actor, I would prefer for my input to not be just like, eh, just do what I say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would prefer uh, to work with a director that's uh, willing to allow me some freedom and ability to, uh, yeah, yeah, to help 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 bring it to life in a different way rather than like being told like a mannequin. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't want. Yeah, because if I direct you like a mannequin, you're going to come across as a mannequin. Like, that's just, you know, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not to say, like, there aren't moments when you've just got to be like, no, that's oh, a completely yeah. wrong direction. Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. but you're you're kind of like the guardrails, you know. You're just making sure the... Uh, yeah. Why am I doing sports analogies? You're like the you're like the guardrails at the bowling alley, you know. And it's just yes. like, you got you to gotta keep it all in line. <laughs> bumper. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, now writer's block, honestly, when I watched it, um, I was really, I enjoyed the heck out of it. I really did. I, I was, uh, I didn't really know too much going into it, but as soon as it started, it, it, uh, caught me immediately and I was like, oh, I, I, I can already tell I'm going to like this. <laughs> I did right from, uh, the very start. And, uh, I, I honestly, my takeaway was it was very witty. I enjoyed the wit that was in yeah. there. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, all all the little nuances that you had in there as well, um, from like literally just the guy's name, Will Wright. <laughs> I thought that was uh, a nice touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun writing that uh, film. Um, you know, I. Yeah, I think it's kind of like I just really want to make something that you know other filmmakers could kind of like have fun with you know i think uh, yeah i don't know for better or for worse i just wanted to run away as far away from pretension as i possibly could like i just wanted like you know i just wanted like a really honest you know i I really wrote it for filmmakers like to view at a film festival and just like smile and have a break and uh you know you know just kind of connect i guess in that way um Mm -hmm. yeah good i'm glad you appreciate it i feel like either you get it or you don't with that movie like <laughs> yeah. you know I, have, I yeah i have people that come up to me and are like absolutely love this movie it's awesome it's great and i've had people come up to me and are like do you know anything about making movies you know it's just like <laughs> i've had like the complete opposite reactions from both ends. um but yeah. maybe that means you know like no that that's a good thing yeah yeah <laughs> people usually, have a strong opinion about it yeah it usually means you made something good yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think it's it, regardless it's impacting people it seems which is exciting i think um yeah Mm -hmm. but i won't get into the weeds but my favorite scene involves an ice cream cone yeah yeah and i'll just leave it at that (laughs) yeah because it's fantastic that's one of those moments that are like um was totally accidental and it was like yeah Mm -hmm. that's my favorite thing on set is when you when those accidents happen or you find something there and it just like gives it whole new life um and -hmm. everything like that so that was that was definitely one of those moments where um yeah it just kind of like blew up that whole scene really is kind of like a whole lesson in improvisation basically Mm. um because like originally uh, semi-spoilers not really but um it originally that film was supposed to be in a car i mean that scene was supposed to be in a car um mm. there was just like basically all i had was like will's typing uh or not typing will's staring at the thing he goes to type cuts immediately to him looking at that ice cream like that and that's 
And that's it mm-hmm. as far as the ice cream store goes. And then it cuts mm-hmm. to Will getting back in the car, going to leave, and then he picks up Guy as a hitchhiker. Um, mm. Yeah, but we couldn't, like, figure out the car rig situation. You know, we're shooting with, like, an Alexa, right? And it's, like, this huge mm-hmm. heavy camera, and you kind of have to, like, really big rigging and stuff to, like, really make that work. And, and expensive. And it's expensive. And so, <laughs> um, yeah, and if you break the camera, like, that's a whole other thing. And so... Um, and there's, yeah, just permits and it was just a headache. So well, the solution was we ended up just doing the, all of that uh, mm-hmm. meetup in the ice cream store, um, which, uh, yeah, and it, it just, you know, it gave it a whole other life. There was so much like more yeah. things I could do with blocking that I wasn't expecting, you know, had them sit back to back and that was just kind of like, you know, in, in the scene, there's no seating. You know, I mean, there's plenty of seating, yeah. but no one's there except the two of them. And of course, he chooses yeah. like to sit right Makes behind, really him. right behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was just like a lot of like, good moments like that to make that really fun and unique, and have God just like you know, uh, I guess tackle into Will's world basically, and uh, you know, having uh, ensue chaos and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. Was there anything about writer's block that you attempted to do differently than a previous project, uh, whether it be like technical or writing wise? Uh, was there anything new that you were trying to uh, uh, experiment with? Yeah, definitely the comedy element um, of it. Like I haven't, I mean, I haven't really done that before. Um, mm-hmm. I think all my films kind of have at least some element of a thriller esque. Uh, in it um, mm-hmm. but I just think that's kind of like I like the I like the urgency that creates that suspense so I think that mm-hmm. you know there's some element of that even if it's like a drama there's like something's going on here what's what's happening mm-hmm. I think that just a good way to keep the audience engaged but um, mm-hmm. so I, that was probably going to be bound to happen um, but that was kind of my first time really delving into the comedy side for sure and uh yeah, I think that was what I was most nervous about. I really wanted people. The, the casting, I think, was essential. I think I needed people who had good timing and were funny, but could play it, you know, uh, legit and serious at the same time, and uh, yeah, you know, and let that ring true. So yeah, that was kind of like, you know, I knew that would be the key uh, to succeeding as far as like uh, making sure that stuff came across. So, mm-hmm. um, do you yeah. think lacing? comedy into another genre is kind of the way to go versus I don't know Anchorman I mean Anchorman's like its know. own thing yeah. and there's like a small group of people like you know five people that can make those types really well yeah I feel like the the better and the wider range of comedy is mixed with something else yeah yeah I don't know I mean there's just people that are good at doing that stuff um like i mean anchorman's kind of you know it's it's genius you know one way or another it's just it's mm-hmm. just good um yeah i don't know i think it just all depends i guess on the type of filmmaker you are i don't think it's like better to do one or the other i guess like would you feel comfortable going full blown into a comedy or was there some comfort in knowing well i can kind of lean on this suspense thriller stuff as well and then hopefully the comedy just kind of works with it yeah yeah i think um yeah i I, i'm sure there was some comfort in the suspense of it i think it's i don't know i i don't like 
I don't think of myself as like, I mean, I do have some elements of like suspense in it or I tend to, um, <laughs> but, uh, but I don't know. I never approach a story that way. If that makes any sense. I just kind of go what I'm attracted to, whatever that is. And, yeah. um, you know, and writers blocked the idea. It just was like, it was supposed to be funny. And I just knew it. that's like, I really wanted to chase that. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of like an example. Like I feel again, I feel like Ron Howard's a good example of that. Actually. He's kind of like, he does a little bit of everything, you know, from right. Apollo 13 to, uh, star Wars to, I mean, I rush. Know, all kind, rush. I mean, just all kinds of, mm-hmm. of, of stuff. He kind of hints the spectrum yeah. a little bit. So, um, yeah. Have you gotten to watch it? With a group of people? Yeah, yeah, a few times. Um, yeah. What's that like? Uh, it's awesome. I think it does better in a theater setting, for sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. I feel like people catch on uh, what it is faster in a theater. Um, whereas yeah. sometimes I think just watching it by yourself and not, again, I'm glad you, I'm glad it worked for you, uh, Kenneth, but like some people mm-hmm. will watch it and not realize it's like supposed to be funny or supposed to be a comedy or something <laughs> like that. Um, and it's hard to set that expectation, but, um, you know, I think that's probably one of the lessons I learned is like, how do you set up a film to know what it is immediately? Um, which I feel like there's some ways I tried to do that. Um, but mm-hmm. maybe, maybe if I could go back, maybe I would have gone farther, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, maybe more mm-hmm. centric or, um, you know, uh, something like that to kind of really just get us started on the right foot to to let people know immediately, okay, this is what I should be doing. So Yeah. One thing on that topic, whenever I started watching it, I think one of the reasons I kind of uh, got it right off the bat and how I, – I think one of the reasons was because I've been in that situation too where, you know, I've had – I staring at a blank page and hitting that backspace like so many times when starting something. So, I mean, I don't know, maybe it just panders to a certain audience, uh, that's been in that situation. Um, because most of the comedy in that I was just like, Hey, one of, one of the biggest lines for me, uh, was just whenever someone's just like, have you done anything I've seen? for, (laughs) For me, that line just, I was like, Yep. <laughs> I I get that so many times from some people that just don't understand the industry or at least like uh they they're just outside of the industry. So Man, it's crazy what people say to you. Thing. Like like <laughs> both both my wife and I do are are involved in, I guess, creative uh, you know, businesses and stuff. And it's it's just weird that I think people just don't know what box to put it in. You know, it's it's totally yeah outside the world. And yeah, people just say like the craziest things to you um mm-hmm. you know i i mean some of the stuff like i just couldn't even there's like probably things that i couldn't even put in the movie because it would be mm-hmm. like people wouldn't believe you know like yeah. that's even possible <laughs> um why don't you just call ron howard why don't you just <laughs> yeah. email him yeah. he's gotta come on that, and then just get on his next project you should get on that netflix uh <laughs> you'd probably do great on there you know <laughs> yeah i We're got this amazing trying, idea that'll be picked up by, uh, by netflix immediately yeah yeah that was actually in there <laughs> yeah 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 no that's yeah that's probably one of my that's one of my favorite parts probably for sure someone asked me that the other day and i was just like 
uh, that you've seen. Not sure that's available to you to see. Yeah, yes, yeah, I can tell around. you the link. I can send it to you. Because <laughs> it's just like, you know. Yeah. No. What? Yeah. We haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, yeah. One day Not I'll yet. just be like, this one. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Uh, have you seen? Uh, <laughs> You seen Dune too? Seen yeah, it. I directed that. I took over for Denny. He was like, I think I need to have someone else step in. Yeah, yeah he, I, he just wasn't feeling it. Man, no one else. <laughs> I mean, that's a movie that's no one else should be making that movie. It's so good. He did yeah. such a great job. Um, I hope that's all he makes until his last days. It's just all of the Dunes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He should make all the Dunes. I hope he makes other stuff too. But like, just do let him do whatever he wants. I think that's my bet. <laughs> He he's got Blade Runner under his belt. Now he's got Dune. Yeah. The whole lineup he's got is some on of my point. favorite. Yeah. Arrival. Yeah, he's got Boom. some of my favorite franchises. Yeah. If there was a way for him and Christopher Nolan to work together, that would mm. be I don't think my brain could handle that. Insane. Yeah. I, yeah, that's yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know how to process that. <laughs> Computer error. Yeah. I'm still working on Tenet, so Oh gosh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know. Not a fan of the sound for sure on that. Oh yeah, yeah. sorry. I think I've already, on the, I've already the said my yeah. <laughs> I think the home watch though, it's a lot better in terms of sound mixing with subtitles mm-hmm. too. Right, subtitles. subtitles are key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So writer's block, as we understand it, will be available to the public. Yes. Soon, correct? Yeah. What What's the date on that? Yeah, it should be playing uh, December 15th. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll have like a big online premiere. Um, I'm going to try, I think I'm going to find uh, two other films and invite them to come and screen as well. Um, mm-hmm. And they'll do like an intro to that and everything. And we'll have like a behind the scenes video uh, that plays as mm. well. And yeah, another fun, other fun live stuff too. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, more info coming out very soon on that um but yeah december 15th mark your calendars and by the way guys i saw the premiere for mayor which was done this way as well yeah and it was fantastic yeah yeah i had you get so the much film fun. you get the bts it's just a whole experience and i couldn't recommend it enough to watch that way yeah yeah we had a blast last time doing it that way and i was like i'm definitely doing this again because it was just People people were engaged and excited about it. So, yeah, we're doing it again. <laughs> we'll have a live premiere online, and uh, it'll be fun. And you can chat with me on there, too. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have a good time. So definitely join us. Yeah. Sweet. Definitely. Yeah, this episode is going to come out on the 6th. So <laughs> we'll be pushing everyone we'll just, to that. We'll just replace mm-hmm. the voice if it's the wrong everything. It'll just be like, yeah, this it's is coming uh, out on pre- December 8th. You know, just like... <laughs> 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 input like some for we we need to record some uh audio on your end daniel to get like a december 9th yeah 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 we had to change december, it by a day yeah no wednesday <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome i'm excited i'm excited for the premiere and also excited for future projects you work on if this is where you're at now oh my god yeah i can i can't even imagine what the next stuff's gonna look like have you got any stuff in the pipeline right now daniel uh yes um 
I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about it though. Um, oh shoot! Yeah, there's got that Netflix India. Yeah, that Netflix NDAs. deal. Um, no, uh, there's <laughs> there's some stuff I'm writing on, and uh, if it all goes well, um, you know, things could could be happening. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, in in maybe even even in future land, which would be uh, cool. So um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, regardless. Uh, Basically, I've been writing on a feature for a very long time. Um, uh, that's spec, which uh, I hope to finish that soon. And um, yeah, by that's... the way, on air, I have to say I owe you notes on something. I won't say anything else about that, but yeah, yeah. you sent me a project. Let me and let me I see new. Not forgotten. It's all good. Let me send you a new. Uh, <laughs> let me send you a new draft first. I'm I'm working on that. Right, but you know. Okay. But, uh, I look at it like once a week, and I'm like, "Gosh, dang!" That it, happens I... every time. Okay, so <laughs> I, it's it's true loyalty. Not, I mean, not that you're not a loyal friend, Trey. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not dropping that <laughs> on air. You know, I'm not Some dropping beef. that. Trey is, Trey yeah, is on air. The chat. Uh, no, I, it's just like I mean, you know, I, I mean, there's like, I don't know. That's there's like some like unconditional love right there to like read someone's script. I feel like it's yeah. just kind of like. You know, that's a big favor. Uh, so I don't underestimate <laughs> that and totally get it. And I'm sure I've got features in my inboxes, inboxes, inbox right now that I'm not inbox looking at. Inbox eye. Yeah. Inbox eye. Inbox eye. <laughs> inbox ease. Uh, inboxing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they got oh off the rails. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, yeah. So totally get it. No, no, yeah. no big deal. Cool. Well, as we wrap things up here, wanted to see what you've been watching is there anything that you should drop upon us that we should be checking out as well uh what was it that was like it was really good um i feel like there was a show i just watched and it was amazing and i don't remember what it is right now but i did i did just watch um uh, was it dope sick no, but I do want to see that. Um, okay. I really liked Midnight Mass. If you haven't seen that, go watch it. No, I haven't. Um, I think you'll, depending on your background, it's going to hit more home for you than if it, mm. you know. Mm. But uh, I really enjoyed that. That was that was definitely my jam. And um, mm-hmm. uh, I watched Vast of the Vast of Night yesterday. Yeah, ah, yeah. yeah. that was really good. Um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. There was a, there was a, a lot tonally I enjoyed. With that film, mm-hmm. um, so maybe I would recommend that. Um, see what else? I think that's pretty much it. If you're just looking for like a board, not bored. If you're just looking for like a really <laughs> fun time, uh, you know, you can't go wrong with Red Notice. I think it's it was very entertaining. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, the you know, it's just charisma all around uh, that lifts that movie. Yes. But uh, um, right. yeah. Um, Maybe that's my recommendations. Uh, I feel like there was something else, I, it, but I'm blanking right now. Um, we can mm. insert it again later. Yes, like, well, I, I recommend that, uh, the Indiana Jones, <laughs> just like something, you know, some uh, audio clip afterwards. Yes, <laughs> perfect. Did you get a chance to see Ghostbusters yet? No, is it good? It's really good. Yeah, yeah, surprisingly good. Okay, I'll have to mm. check it out. Um, I mean, I like. I remember liking the first one a lot. I don't know. I, you know, I, it didn't hit nostalgia for me. Because uh, I don't, I didn't really grow up watching them or anything like that. So, right. Same. Um, but I love Bill Murray. So like, you know, can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this one has a chance of being nostalgic in a weird way for me. Okay. Mm. Yeah. 
Cool. I'm excited. I'll yeah, I'll probably go see it at some point. I think I'm gonna go see King Richard tomorrow. Uh okay. So uh, yes. yeah. I feel like yeah. that's a good that's a good Thanksgiving film, I feel like. To that's go a good watch. Move. Yeah. Get you in the feels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about what about y'all? Um, actually, honestly, I like that you asked that, uh, because I just finished binge watching Dark. Oh, uh, yeah. I've gotten back on my yeah. German, uh, learning German, and so I watched that to, you know, get used to hearing it in the original audio. Um, but I finished watching that, and my mind is melted, so. <laughs> is that on Netflix? <laughs> it's yeah. on Netflix, yeah. I didn't know that was German. Oh, it's it's is Deutsch, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sehr Deutsch. Cool. Um, but it's uh I I highly recommend it because well, yeah. I'm, I'm, there's no well. There's just <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it just is, yeah. Just that's where the podcast is gonna end. <laughs> is, it, is it a little dark though? That's I don't know. That's a, it's oh, very dark. Oh boy. Sorry. It's very dark. Another dumb joke for you. Um, We've gotten there. <laughs> what about you, Trey? Uh well, Ghostbusters just oh. Trey's been yeah. on a crazy watch streak now. Yeah, once I got back to the theaters and got my A list subscription going again, I've been trying to get in there as much as I can. Nice, but yeah, uh, dope sick. I mentioned that limited series, amazing on Hulu, just about the opioid epidemic in the. 90s through today actually it's still going on with that company mm-hmm. yeah that's been um, on my list to see mm. yeah it's a lot I, of Atlanta talent I think in there yeah a lot of Charlotte folks as well I knew at least three or four of them that were in there it's like oh yeah I know them that's cool oh <laughs> uh, I just saw Uncut Gems I was kind of late to the party mm. on that and uh yeah man that's intense that's <laughs> My God. You don't get to take a breath. Yeah, Mm-mm. not at all. Safties do not take it easy. Yeah. It's like, how do you want to film this? With a 400 millimeter lens yeah. from across the street. <laughs> yeah, and a shot of adrenaline. Just like... <laughs> yeah, it was really good, though. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, Enjoy is the wrong word, I think, but I think it's... No, it's probably right. Yeah. 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 It's a ride. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that in the, fil- uh, in the theater, and let's just say that ending... <laughs> Yeah. People people screamed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was nuts. People were up jumping and screaming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean there's no other way that was going to end. Like Oh, it had to yeah. end that way 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It it literally rode the line the whole time of this guy's an absolute mess to this guy <laughs> might be a genius. It was just kind of like it's back and it, forth like It's it, like a uh, horse race. Yeah. 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 It was wild, but I really yeah. I liked it. Hundred percent uncut gems. Good recommend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, writer's block coming out December fifteenth. There'll be a live watch party for that. Mm-hmm. So be sure to check that out. Yeah. And in the meantime, how can people find you? Um. Yeah. Uh. So probably the best way to find me uh is filmwritersblock.com there's an email list you can sign up for and it not only will update you about the movie but it'll update you with everything I'm working on um, and I don't I don't blast that much because I don't like to I don't like to write newsletters that often it's just literally like hey this thing's coming up so um, yeah. yeah you can sign up for that um, I'm on Instagram Daniel Hamby Film um, 
and uh, where the premiere is going to happen and will most likely be Facebook, um, which is mm-hmm. facebook.com slash movie writers block um, will be mm-hmm. probably where that's going to live. So um, go ahead and okay. like that page. And uh, yeah, smash that subscribe Sma- button. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Um, no, um, yeah. So yeah, do it. It'll be fun. So just that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Daniel, for being on with us. We really appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm ex- I'm excited. Glad I glad I'm on here. I feel like that's a cert- when I I'm excited to get that certificate when it comes in. So uh, about that, um, <laughs> shipping air. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it might actually just be a piece of paper with crayon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just like scribble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I send my credit card info, I can I can get that to you. Five easy yeah, payments. Yeah, we're just going to need all the... Uh, Li- we're live on the social. air. <laughs> cool. That's yeah, thank you, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course, course man. Thank you. We're excited for everything you got going on. All right, that'll do it for today, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cinevibes. We really had a great conversation with Daniel. He's got a lot of really good stories. Hopefully, you liked his uh, Delvin 12, yes. our little 12 questions. Hopefully, let, let us know what you think about those uh, questions. We think we fully encapsulated his personality. We know his, uh, what is that? Uh, what is that personality type that you can uh, find? It's like, uh, I, there's a name for it. Myers-Briggs. Um, it's like Myers-Briggs. We know it's Myers-Briggs now yes. after those questions. <laughs> all the ins and outs. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed that. And also all of the anecdotes that Daniel had. He's a really interesting guy. Really cool easygoing and honestly when you watch writer's block you're gonna know that he's someone to watch out for yeah he's only going up that's for sure and we're excited to see his next projects and we hope that you guys will check out his film writer's block again can't say it enough coming out december 15th and there'll be a facebook live for that with a q a some bts i believe and Maybe even mm-hmm. a few other films to watch. Kind of a whole event there. So, yeah, he's got he's got a whole almost a mini film fest plan. Yeah. So it's it's a nice little nice little evening <laughs> of watching some films. I believe it's evening. Yes, uh, <laughs> I would imagine. So pull up, uh, pull out that wine glass and enjoy some amazing films from the comfort of your phone. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. At least get a laugh from the comfort. <laughs> from the comfort of your uh, 1998 Macintosh. <laughs> uh, uh, but with that being said, watch out for the link. Uh, we're going to be sharing that on uh, our Instagram. So yeah, go go follow us on uh, Instagram at the Sin of Vibes and watch out for all the stuff that we post. Also, drop us an email at cinevibescast at gmail.com let us know what you think about the format and just let us know what you've been watching yeah talk to us please tell us what we should be watching (laughs) yeah tell us what we should be asking our guests questions you have anything literally anything seriously it could be anything literally anything it could be your favorite quotes from hell's kitchen (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh 
<laughs> uh, but with that being said, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Yes. Really means a lot. And we will see you in the next episode. We are out.